Hello, my amazing humans, and welcome back to the Outsmart ADHD channel. I am your host, Jamie Coutino, an occupational therapist, two times TEDx speaker, and hopefully your favorite ADHD coach. And I'm here to make your life with ADHD a fuck of a lot easier. Now, today I'm talking about creating, being a boss with ADHD when you have employees that have ADHD. Okay. And let's just dive right the fuck in because we don't do small talk here. Now, I will tell you that this is coming uh, from experience as I have found the most amazing ADHD employee. I call her my right hand woman. It doesn't feel right calling her my assistant because she is the doer of all things. Um, she has saved my ass more times than I can count. And I just adore her. Shout out to you, Madison. And the idea for this episode came from one of our Unfuck My ADHD Life Masterclass members where they wanted to learn a little bit more about how to be an ADHD business owner when you have ADHD employees. So I want to talk about that little dance and what I've learned as the person in that seat. So what I want to say is I have found this by trying to be quite frankly, the complete opposite of bosses I have had in the past. And I'm going to guess probably the complete opposite of bosses you've had in the past who didn't appreciate you, your brain, how it worked, how efficient you could be if you had the right supports in place. And I want to make it so crystal clear of what you can do for your people so that they have a much better time working with you so that you hopefully hold on to the really, really good people and it makes your life a lot better, makes their life a lot better. Um, they end up loving their job and you love working with them. Okay, let's get into it. So the first thing I want to touch on is creating training materials that's based off of their learning style, their learning style. Just because somebody has ADHD and you have ADHD does not mean that you guys are the same exact type of neuro spicy. Okay. There are auditory processors. There are people who need written directions. There are people that need a video with an engaging video, uh, a, a video with an engaging audio, and they also need it written. This is where you need to really talk to them on a fundamental level and say, hey, how do you best learn? Okay. Now, for example, I really, really enjoy videos, but my amazing uh, assistant, uh, doer of all things Madison, she really needs the written directions. So when I'm creating materials for her, I'm not going to just create a video. I'm going to create written directions that she can go step by step and mark them off of her list and explain them with the same words I would in a video, but it's written down. Does it take a little bit longer? Yes. But guess what? It's going to save a lot more time overall because now Madison is going to be able to look back and understand those directions crystal clear probably the first or second time she goes through it. And she's not going to have to back up through a video 17,000 times to try to understand what the fuck I was trying to explain. So the first thing is create training based off of their learning style. Now, with ADHD, it's really important for people like us that we have something that we can refer back to, right? Because it takes a few times doing it to remember how the hell to do it. Um, 
which is really important that you have something where it's not just a, okay, I'm going to show you on this meeting and call it a day. If you're showing them on a meeting, you should be recording that meeting and giving it to them for them to for them to review or taking what you are giving them the training in that meeting and then creating a, a training material out of it that works with their brain. Okay. I cannot stress that enough. You need to create the materials for them based off of how their brain works, how they learn best, okay? And quite frankly, I don't care how annoying it is for you to create that material. I don't care what you have to learn to be able to create it. If you've never done a video before and they prefer videos, then guess what? Go find yourself a YouTube video of how to create a video. <laughs> because the most important thing that you can do for your employee is make sure that resources are accessible and training is accessible and that they feel safe and have the accommodations that they need in their work environment. Okay. Now let's go to um, tip number two. Do not expect them to be perfect. Do not expect them to be perfect. Now, I understand how challenging it is as an ADHD business owner. You finally have this amazing assistant. Maybe it was your very first hire. You have a virtual assistant. And you're thinking, okay, I can just give them everything, right? Because it's so hard to explain it. And I don't know how to delegate. And let me just tell you, it is challenging. It is challenging learning how to train somebody. It takes a lot of effort. And in the beginning, it takes a lot more effort to train somebody to do something than it does for you to do it yourself. And that is the simple fact of it. But eventually that person, granted that you are giving them the right supports and they are the right person for that job, they are going to be taking such a mental load off of you eventually. And that training time that you give them is going to be worth it. But in the beginning, do not perfect, expect perfection. And also, Make sure that when you are explaining things, that it makes so much sense. Make sure that you are asking, does this make sense? And giving them the opportunity to say no. And also making a safe environment where they feel safe saying, that makes no fucking sense to me. Okay. So do not expect when you find the right person that immediately they are going to be able to mind read exactly what you want done, how you want it done. Okay. Cause there's a really good chance that even when you're explaining it, what you think is very clear that it's going to be misinterpreted and you will see that through the work. I also want to stress if you are giving somebody a project an assignment, um, a, a, some sort of task, and it does not come back the way that you want it to, that there's a 99% chance that you did not explain it in a way that makes sense to them. And that is on you as a business owner, okay? That is why it is so important that you are making what you need done very clear, very tangible examples, and also making yourself very available during that learning process so that they know they can always reach out and ask questions if they're not working through the task with you directly at that time. And I highly recommend that when you are having them start a new task, that you work with them in real time on the task so that they know how to do it and you are right there asking or so they can ask questions, okay? Um, 
The next thing I want to talk about is it can be very, very helpful to have some type of pro shared project planning app or software, okay? Now, for Madison and I, we use Asana, and it works incredibly well. You can, um, especially when you have an ADHD brain, it's really cool because you can uh, have different projects, but within those different projects, you can have different like different tasks that are required for that project. And even within the task, you can break that down into uh, like processes and tasks, like subtasks. So you know how it's really hard when you have ADHD to plan and prioritize and organize and things? Something like Asana or uh, Trello, a project planning app can be really, really helpful. We're simply using the free version right now and it's working amazingly. I will likely upgrade Asana can take all of my money, <laughs> even though it's really inexpensive, even the paid version. But anyway, something like this is very, is very, very helpful. And the reason for that is being that it is visual. So you and your employee can see exactly what's on your to-do list, what's on their to-do list. When they get something done and check it as done, you get an email and a notification. So you know things are getting done. It also limits the communication you guys have to have via text and email and things getting lost in text and email. Before we had this project planning app, we were texting and emailing all the time. Things were getting lost in email and text because, you know, we lose that type of shit when we have ADHD, it gets lost in the abyss of emails and text messages. And now every single thing is in that app. Um, I cannot stress how much that has made life easier for both Madison and I and how it's going to make life so much easier for you as a business owner. You can even put very specific directions on how you want each thing done. I mean, it's just, I cannot recommend it enough as an ADHD business owner with ADHD employees. Um, and you can also easily give feedback on this um, and put due dates. Oh my gosh, it's just amazing. So a project planning app, number three, big tip for when you are an ADHD employee with, or ADHD business owner with an ADHD employee, okay? Um, and really, even if you're just an ADHD business owner and you have employees, period, this really um, goes with any, any business, but especially when you're neurodivergent. Okay. Um, let's go to tip number. That was one, two, three. Let's go to tip number four. Okay. Tip number four is meet often. Now I'm not talking, have a meeting when it could have been an email, but especially in the beginning, it's going to be really important that you guys meet often. Why? Because you're having them do things that they have not done before. You're likely doing a lot of training. There's going to be feedback on tasks, even if they do a really good job, because they're not in your brain and you are also learning how to explain something in a way that makes sense to them. So having meetings often, I recommend having a meeting. What's working really well for us is having a meeting on Monday where we plan out the week and then a meeting on Friday where we review how did the week go? Um, is there anything to problem solve? Um what can we do to make next week even easier for you? I am always asking Madison if there's anything I can do to make life easier. If something feels challenging, let's just figure out how to make it easier because I believe that making money shouldn't be hard. <laughs> this idea that we should all work 40 hours a week and not have a life outside of work and everything feel really hard, that just is bullshit. So I'm always constantly thinking of how can we make things easier? How can we make it more streamlined? How can it, it take less effort or time 
um, for both of us. So meeting often, I suggest a planning meeting earlier in the week and then a review meeting later in the week. And also, this just really works for feedback too. In uh, text messages or even if you're talking to each other over a planning um, app like Asana, things can get lost in translation, okay? And especially when you have an ADHD employee and rejection sensitivity can be very high, especially when they don't understand, they don't know your personality quite yet. And sometimes, especially as people who are AD, not only ADHD but also autistic, we can be very straightforward sometimes. Um which can come across as it can lead the other person to feel like there's rejection when there's really not. And having meetings more often, you can really give that praise like uh, in person, even if it's like video, uh, a Zoom video, where you're telling them what amazing job they're doing, okay? So this works really well, not only for uh, planning and reviewing work, but also just to create a safe environment for them so they know that they're doing a really good job, okay? And just because they are not exactly where you need them to be eventually doesn't mean that they're not doing a really good job. I also want to say that you should, and this goes back to the expectations, you should not be expecting them to go at your 100% on their week one, um, even months into it. You shouldn't be expecting them to be at your 100% when you are training them. It's going to take time, okay? Um, especially with a, a newer business and evolving business, which is exactly what Outsmart ADHD is because we are growing fucking rapidly in what we offer. Okay. Um, so meet often. I, I suggest minimum twice a week for planning and reviewing uh, tasks. Now, num tip number five is creating an environment that is psychologically safe. A psychologically safe environment, meaning they feel safe giving feedback. Um, they feel safe receiving feedback. They're not going to be feeling like it's a, a dig at their personal character when you're giving them feedback. Feeling safe to come to you with ideas, with suggestions, um, ways that you can optimize. Madison's amazing. She is always come to me, coming to me with the best ideas. Um, and she has told me a few times that she feels like she can come to me with ideas, which of course, <laughs> she's brilliant. Oh my gosh. I tell people, I'm like, we're very much alike, but our brain works differently. All the things that I suck at, she's really, really good at. Um, and then there's things that I'm good at and she's just really good at them too. She's just good at everything. Um, but she, um, she comes to me with ideas and even just validating those ideas can make your people feel very safe in that environment working with you. Even if it's not an idea that will necessarily work. And what I want to say is also to create an environment that feels safe for your people. If they come to you with an idea and it isn't going to work, do not just say no, but explain the why behind it. And also show appreciation for their initiative, for their creativity. They are literally thinking of your business, your baby outside of their working hours and coming to you with ideas. If you have a person like that, you should be doing everything you possibly can to keep them happy and show them how appreciated that they are. So if they come to you with an idea and it's not going to work with your business or not right now, explain the why behind it or how you could tweak it so that you can use that idea, okay? Um, a tangible example of that could be, and I'll use an example that we had uh, very recently. Um, Madison's amazing and she's already thinking of how can we bring more people in, into our community? And um, 
she was in other groups and I told her, you know, it's okay to share our community as long as is it's is it abides by that community's rules. Um, so she said, Hey, I, I shared I shared your website and a few groups, but nobody has nobody's biting. And I let her know, like, hey, I really, really love that you're going into groups and you're spreading the word. Um, but what will get more people to join our community is just sharing the Facebook group with them. Okay. And once I explained that and the reason why behind it, she has already done that. She's shared the group with other groups, uh, our group with other groups and something as small as that. She had, she came with the initiative and the excitement and she's so excited to grow this community. And just that small tweak, we took her idea, small tweak, and then she's implementing it. So if something isn't going to work for for your business, explain why. And if you can tweak it so that it works with your business, do that and let them know how much you appreciate it that they brought that idea. Because if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't be doing it. Okay. Um, and also ask them how they best receive appreciation. Are they a words of affirmation person? Um, do they... I mean, obviously, you're not going to be giving them hugs and stuff, especially if you're not in person. And also, it's just inappropriate for most work settings. Um, but ask them how they receive appreciation, okay? Um, and also, you should be showing this monetarily. I, I, am, I fully just disagree with the whole... Um, being paid by the hour, there should be something in your business where you can pay them based off of their performance. Okay. Because as, especially as ADHDers, we are wildly efficient. Okay. Being paid by the hour is almost like stealing from an ADHD person because they are so damn efficient. So there should be something in your business where you are either doing some type of profit sharing, commission, even if they're not the direct salespeople. Are they bringing people into your business so that you can talk to them? Um, is there some type of profit, share, profit sharing or commission that you can give to them for that reason? Um, even if they are creating marketing materials that bring people into your corner, there should be some type of profit but profit sharing or commission, no matter what the, no matter what the position is, because they are directly relating to you making more money in that business and the business making money as a whole. And I just firmly believe, don't believe in the hourly wage. In the beginning, it's hard to know how to quantify if you pay by project or whatnot, but something in your business should be uh, payment based on performance and not hourly wage. This is another way to keep uh, employees motivated and also show them their appreciation and how hard they're working, that they're not just making their hourly wage. So my friends, that is my crash course on how not to be a shitty boss, how to be a better boss as someone that has ADHD so that you can have the help and support that you need in your business. Because let's be honest, it's really hard to, to make it happen as a one-man band, one-woman band, one-person band, um, and also to how to make sure that they also are happy working with you, okay? My friends, it has been absolutely delightful, and I am looking forward to talking with you very soon. Bye now.